News from around the world now. Adam Gilchrist, good morning. Let's start with tensions between India and Canada. A long way apart, aren't they, on the map? You think India's over there and Canada's up there. And uh, But uh, I have to say Canada does boast the largest Sikh population outside of India. It also, by the way, has one of the largest Ukrainian populations outside of Ukraine. But anyway, it's the Sikhs that is the, the issue here. Uh, and basically... India has urged citizens going to Canada to exercise the utmost caution. There's tension between the countries. Each has expelled a diplomat from the other side. And this is all about a Sikh separatist leader, uh, Hardeep Singh Najjar, who was murdered a few weeks ago. And Canada is investigating what they call credible allegations that link the Indian state with the killing of the Sikh separatist leader. India has strongly denied any link, calling the allegations absurd. Analysts say the relations between the countries have been bad ever since the murder took place, but they've been strained anyway, but now they're at an all-time low. And how does this play out on the world stage? Apart from the issue for Canada and India themselves, both, of course, are key allies. We, like you, are allies with both. Both are members of the Commonwealth, after all. It could be a bit uneasy, particularly if they come face-to-face at any conference anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated story, is it not? Because, of course, uh, India is dealing with diversity uh, in its own country, and uh, it's a very interesting story. Uh, We'll keep an eye out for it. Tell me now about uh, this French journalist arrested for Mm. apparently leaking secrets. Yeah, it's all about the freedom of the press, this. And doesn't that strike at the heart of an awful lot in a democracy? So here we have a French journalist detained by French police over whether, essentially, she divulged too much. The accusation is, is that she divulged French intelligence that was then used by Egypt to target and kill civilians. Police reportedly searched the house of Ariane Lavrieux, and they've taken her into custody. Her lawyer says she's been questioned over claims of compromising national security. Amnesty International's riding to her rescue, the treatment of her, and their spokeswoman, Katia Roux, says to put in police custody a journalist for doing her job, for revealing information of public interest, is a threat to the freedom of the press. It is about, of course, the the idea of public interest, what counts as public interest. Think of Julian Assange, Chelsea Manning, There are plenty of other cases. What we know and what we have a right to know aren't always the same, are they? And so this could be quite a battle. Move over Wall Street. Here comes the wolf of Fleet Street. Except, isn't it the same guy? It is. Leonardo DiCaprio, who is apparently whizzing around central London using a car that has diplomatic immunity. You may know that Leonardo DiCaprio himself should not have diplomatic immunity. He is not in any way a representative of his country. But according to some claims, anyway, he has now been using a Range Rover that actually belongs to the embassy of Ivory Coast. And so because, therefore, the car has diplomatic immunity, he can zip around London, ignoring the usual rules. Of course, even with diplomatic immunity, you're not meant to go around murdering people or robbing people. You're actually not meant to break any laws. But guess what? Blind eyes get turned to speeding, jumping red lights, going in bus lanes, that sort of stuff. And apparently Leonardo DiCaprio has been making use of that and has therefore been transgressing on a minor way. So A, who can blame him? The traffic here can be a beach and the delays can be titanic. B, what the hell? This is not a revolutionary road, but I guess it's catch me if you can. (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. Yeah. Let's just leave it there and depart from that story. Adam Gilchrist with this morning's Worldview.